Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. I'm your host, Dr. Matt Townsend, your relationship coach, your guide on the side. Welcome to my program, folks. I'm back. Ow! I'm back from a cruise. Are back. You see my tan? It's really exciting. I'm sporting a tan. Very, yeah. I mean, it took me a second to yeah. realize, but... Yeah. You should see my abs. They appeared? No. Oh. I'm looking. I'm wondering. Have you seen my abs? <laughs> <laughs> they were here just a minute ago. They've gone somewhere. You know, um, I did a cruise. Just spent a week uh, cruising. It's uh, pretty great. Yeah. You don't, you don't call life. it a boat, by the way. You call it a ship. Ah. They're really touchy about that. <laughs> it is a nice boat. Uh, it's a ship, sir. Um, <laughs> I went to the Caribbean. And, you know, not just to drop some names, some places. Uh, Grand Cayman. Uh, Island, ooh. by the way, uh, went to hell. It's a city on the Grand Cayman. Oh, Island. really? Grand Cayman has good scuba diving, like yeah. world class scuba diving. World class. We didn't. I, I snorkeled, and not to brag, but I I swam with a a uh, stingray. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. I've gotten. I. By the way, they're feels, great swimmers. Is, yes, they. They like little float. Seriously, like Olympians. How big was it? Huge. Wow. I don't know. I don't know how you measure them, but wingspan. <laughs> feet? I'd say uh, this one was just a three-foot wingspan. Those get a lot bigger, though, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Uh, that was weird because they don't have teeth. So they no. just they just But they gum you really hard. They have crush plates, I think they're called. <laughs> but that was fun. Um, fed them squid. Ooh. Apparently, they were feeding him too much squid because by the time we were feeding ours, he was done. He was full. Oh, okay. That's good self-control. He even like held up his fin and said, him. I'm good. Ah. And they have that funny looking face. <laughs> and then they, uh, it was weird. Weird. It's just weird. They're throwing a stingray on you. Like they're like, hey, lay back and float on your back and we'll drape you in the stingray. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not normal. I mean, you know, if we're That's supposed to have stingrays on us. I have you a think? funny stingray story. What? When I was seven, I'm going to say seven. That sounds right. When I was seven years old, my parents took us to SeaWorld. Oh, boy. And at SeaWorld, you can feed the stingray. Really? Yeah. They have like this little tank. They're pretty small yeah. ones. I'm not exactly sure. It's baby, baby rays. But I was just kind of throwing them out because they're kind of scary. Yeah. I mean, they they're don't, scary. like you said, they don't have teeth. They no. just kind of have this cavernous yeah. thing. But they seem to be always them. smiling, which is weird. They're, they're like only mouth. Yeah. Like mouth, all mouth, and I don't really understand. Thing and they're yeah. called stingrays. Exactly. Yeah. And I had been assured that these were. You yeah. Know, they didn't. These ones could. Everyone stayed, says right? that. I know. But uh, at one point, one of the guys said, "You put it on your hand and then stick your hand down in the water so it can eat it yeah. off your hand." Oh, that's a great idea. Obviously, he ate your hand. No, it's just there's this kind of like suction. Yeah. I don't know. They mm-hmm. like suck it off. Yeah. I was not expecting that as yeah. a seven year old, yeah, and so is- screamed. So, did you, yeah. By the way, you're not supposed to scream or splash. No, exactly. But by the way, my wife did both. Uh, It's hard not to. Like I said, so as a seven-year-old, I screamed. It was embarrassing for me. But everybody thought it was really funny. It was a really weird feeling. I still don't, I don't think I'll forget it. Well, good. good. That's your mind mind saying you could be eaten by this. Exactly. I had a weird moment because I'm in the water with, I don't know, 2,000 people. Um, feeding one stingray. <laughs> there, I think there were more. But um, here's the deal. They told us explicitly, do not scream. Don't jump up and down. Don't splash. Don't make a lot of noise. Oh, that's not happening. So I'm there. I was fine. 
But okay. my wife started screaming, <laughs> splashing, jumping up and down, and making noise. I had this thought. This was a great moment of the marital test because part of this cruise I went on was we had about 45 people, 47 people. Yeah. And it was a marriage cruise minus one that was single looking for love in the Grand Cayman. So I had this moment where, okay, so my wife is breaking all the rules, which means she'll probably die. Oh, okay. Any minute now. That's a probably a big orca, rationale. a shark. I'm thinking okay. something big's going to happen. That usually happens when you break the rules. Yeah, you don't break <laughs> the rules when they're talking about a wild animal. You exactly. just don't no, do that. No, you just Okay, so I'm thinking maybe I ought to get away from her. Like maybe I ought to start distancing myself from my wife because <laughs> she's about to die. Then I, then I had a part of my brain said, oh, but if she knew, she'd get mad and it would ruin the cruise. You didn't think about saving her? No. Oh, okay. No, it's a stingray. I just thought I'd double check, but... Well, I mean, I kept saying, shh, shh, <laughs> quiet, quiet. You're going to scare the stingray. Were they scared? The, yeah, they weren't. They were full. They just rolled on their back and put their little fins on their big belly <laughs> and patted their belly like, yeah. <laughs> and then they had little uh, squid burps. Oh, Bad. That's bad. Okay. I was going. That sounds strangely adorable, those little squid burps. You think so? Burps. You think so? But it's not as adorable when it's an actual squid. That I mean, like sense. in your mind's eye, that seems cute. No, it's kind of like you know, cobra could kill you. Okay. So you went. You went snorkeling, and you Snorkeled, swam with swam with uh, stingrays. Stingrays. By the way, everyone tells you they're not going to sting you. Yeah. Then why true. do we call them stingrays? I think. Why don't we call them stungrays? Stungrays. Because they have stung someone somewhere. <laughs> but then you hear the story. Steve Irwin died. It's true. Of course, these are probably caught and... Well, there's their fat, overweight stingrays. Exhausted Who probably from... have some part of them, the stinging part. Yeah. This, uh, yeah. The, the guide, mantles. by the way... That's what I'll say. This was wrong. The guy grabbed the stingray. This uh-huh. is the, 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 the... We call him the wrestler. The wrestler. The wrestler. He grabbed the stingray, flipped it over, took the barb, the barb that they're like, don't touch the barb, put it in his mouth. Oh, dear. Yeah. That doesn't sound safe. No. Ugh. It's bad. Okay. But he did it. So that's just what they do. It's all, wow. and, it's all, and then they get on the boat and they're like, you know, my family needs money. So if you guys want to tip really well today, that'd be great. <laughs> I put but, the barb in my mouth, please. <laughs> did you not see me stuff a barb in my mouth? I'm like, that is stupid. If you care about your family, you'd quit doing this job. <laughs> <laughs> then we went to uh, uh, Jamaica. Jamaica, uh, hey. You got to say Jamaica Mon. Oh, okay. Jamaica Mon. Which goes, and I tried my joke there. My famous Jamaican joke. Jamaican me crazy, that uh-huh. one? Are okay. you, how does it go? Uh, are you from Jamaica? You say this when you meet someone, a, a female or a male, whatever. Uh-huh. And they'll say, no, why? And I'm like, because Jamaican me crazy. Ah, so it's a pickup line. Yeah. Okay. That's not very funny there. Yeah, I wonder why. I don't know. Okay. Um, and then uh, what did I do there? I climbed the fall. There, there are a, a thing, a falls called Dunn's Falls. Oh, that sounds mm-hmm. fun. That was fun. Um, hated it. Uh, <laughs> I should have liked it, but it's, you know, it's a fall that you climb up that would take you probably, if you were going to climb it, five minutes. Okay. If you're, if you're just going to shoot up it, it would probably take you 10 minutes. It took about an hour and 10 minutes. Oh, why? I don't Earth? know. Because I think they just tried to make it complicated and you got to get your money's worth. And <laughs> I got splashed a lot. I got soaked. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I was so you don't suit, like to so. be wet, but you were on a cruise. Yeah. Okay. It was fun. That was fun. Then um, 
What else did I do? Went to Haiti. Well, oh, a private yeah. island in Haiti. So yeah, I never I'm really, like, I'm I never, I never really saw. I saw the. I, I never saw Haiti really. Oh, I saw okay. a private island with a lot of rich people walking around it. Ah, that makes more sense. Yeah. But we did go to the other side of the island where you could buy from some of the Haitians. Mm-hmm. But they were so pushy we had to get out of there because <laughs> they just wanted money. So I guess I really wasn't in Haiti. But it was fun. Okay. Got a t-shirt. Awesome. Always <sighs> good. Met some awesome people. That was the fun part really is oh, yeah. getting to know these people. You know, had fun. Ate a lot. Gained 14 pounds. Ouch. I don't know if I really <laughs> did, but I felt like I did. Uh, almost danced. Almost. Yeah. How did your wife feel about that? She was almost excited. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just both looked at each other disappointed. Like, nope, not happening. Oh, oh yeah. I just didn't want to pull a muscle. Oh, okay. You know. Yeah, that makes sense. No, that makes perfect sense. Don't dance for self-preservation. Right. You don't want to do anything that's yeah. going to mess up your body. Right. And so right. I got to climb the falls, I was thinking. Oh, yeah. There you well, go. Well, and you have to, yeah, you have to and, be ready to do and that. And I had to swim with the stingray. So it was fun. Uh, I'm going to do it a lot more. I like, I actually liked cruises a lot. Good. Most people do. Amazing thing. Not very relaxing. No, it seems like you kept pretty busy. Like Every there day. wasn't much nap time. Yeah, something. And okay. then I married to a beautiful, amazing woman who prefers two things, exercise over sleep and um, prefers socializing over quiet. Ah, that's not exactly the best mix for you. If I, I would rather sleep in, but my wife's like, hey, it's it's seven. <laughs> Are you thinking what I'm thinking? And I'm like, sleep? And she's like, how about walking up on the deck? Do you want to go for a walk on the deck? <laughs> I'm like, no. She goes, do you want me to walk by myself? <laughs> sure. Go ahead. <laughs> it's with seven o'clock. And then she, my wife, it's almost like we, we never let her out because – she met all these people on this cruise and had to be out all the time. You know what that is? What That's is that? That's called being a mom. Ah, is, it, is that what happens? I think so because not think that right. I am a mother, but, well, but yeah. when your only company is, especially Kids. in your family, yeah. yeah. Like boys. Teenage boys. Yep. Yeah. It's kind of lonely. Yeah. Yeah. My mom does Definitely. the same thing. It's hard to go anywhere with her because, you know, you can't actually accomplish what you need to accomplish because yeah. she has to talk with every individual Everyone that stands Earth. between her and that goal. Oh, man. Yeah. I just want to go. Yeah, she's <laughs> my wife met everybody on the ship and then wow. she took a picture of everybody. Okay. okay. And that would she doesn't believe in taking a picture without a human in the picture. She thinks that's okay. a wasted yeah. picture, right? So guess who her human was? You. Yeah. Oh. And I honestly would rather have a colonoscopy <laughs> than a picture. You know, taken. when I was traveling in Europe, I had a pretty nice camera that my mom was letting me use and I would take pictures of all the places that we were. Yeah. And it was amazing. You know, I would try to get something artistic maybe if I could, if not just get a good representation. And people would always ask me that. Do you want to, do you want to be in the picture? I'm like, yeah, no. Right. No, I'm if, good. If, just, if I'll I, take this. Yeah. I'm like, I'll just take a picture of the thing. I don't yeah. know, like that proves that I'm here. Right. My yeah. wife would always take a picture and then we would get in an argument if she's already taken the picture. <laughs> like so we would leave the ship and she'd take a picture of us leaving the ship. Okay. And then when we'd come back to the ship, she'd want us to take a picture coming back to the ship. And I'm like, <laughs> "No, I'm pretty sure we took one leaving." But in my head, I didn't realize she could just check. It's true. She can. Cuz to me it seems like you could just use the same picture. 
yeah. and just say coming going. No one would know. Exactly. Right? No one's going to know. But uh, she she really wanted one coming and going. She oh, wanted the okay. feeling. She wanted the, the ambiance <laughs> coming and going. Well, I'm, I'm glad that your wife actually took some pictures, though, because the entire week last week, we were waiting for those pictures. I know, were really. You? you said some things. Uh, you made some promises. Oh, I did. There's no... Uh, the internet is $5,000 a minute. So I couldn't get 5, on the Wow. It's like, but, it's way expensive. Like, you never stopped somewhere where no. you could have an internet? No, well, yeah, at $5,000 a minute. $5,000 a minute. Did you never think that we would I, be sitting here waiting for some pictures? I was sitting here pictures? waiting for pictures. Yeah. You said oh. there would be pictures. Okay, here's the other And reason. I was slaving away. And this is going to get into our subject today because <laughs> um, everybody has a different sense of self-confidence about their body. It's true. Yeah. All you need to do is go to a cruise and sit on the deck you around know, the pool. That would be fascinating. And you see everything you've never wanted to see. It's true. But I think what would be even more interesting that, than that is to see how people react to that. Because are there oh, people yeah. who. That would be, that is the best video to stay watch. Stay in their sundress and oh, yeah. don't. Oh, yeah. There's some people that cover up, stay in their sundress. There's some people that should cover up that don't that even don't, have a sundress. No. Nope. Yeah. Uh, Speedo. People who are trying to look behind, maybe yeah. they're, yeah. you know, maybe feel uncomfortable, but they're yeah. not covered up anyway. Right? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. interesting. That's again why I don't like pictures because you know, yeah, yeah, you don't want pictures of everything. But um, the uh, the pool was my favorite place because you could go there and I would just like watch my wife's face. Uh huh. She <laughs> she would literally gasp like, oh my word, what is that person wearing? It was the greatest. Yeah. So today we have an awesome guest that's going to help us. Lita Green is going to teach us how to turn on our inner hotness, which is – Sounds like a good skill. A, didn't even know I had an inner hotness. She wrote the book on it. She's going to talk about how to find your inner hotness. So somewhere in there, there's your outer hotness, then there's your inner hotness. Mm -hmm. The outer is where we tend to spend most of the money um, with – you know. with surgery. Yeah. We're trying to like puff up, firm up, mm-hmm. tighten up, lift up, you know, gird up <laughs> all of our outer hotness. But what if we could just circumvent all of the outer hotness and feel good about who we are as a human being and not worry? Yeah. Not worry. Hey, yeah, definitely. Not worry about having to have the perfect everything, but just feel good. What if that could happen? That would be amazing. Then I would have loved sitting around the pool and just flexed my ab (laughs) singular just my singular ab so that's what we're talking about on the show today plus a lot of other fun stuff uh you know Merritt's done research on what what's about attraction yeah apparently you are scientifically more attractive than you think oh for sure yeah i mean look at me i'm dressed (laughs) up i've got a tan yeah didn't shave today you have an ab as well i have an ab (laughs) Well, I don't know if I have it now. It comes and goes. <laughs> it, comes and goes. it just depends. It just depends how much I've eaten. We're going to take a break. We're coming back. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Welcome back, friends. 
This is the Matt Townsend Show. I'm your host, Dr. Matt Townsend, your guide on the side today. By the way, sporting a, a tan and an ab. In that order. A tan and an ab. Um, all in an effort to be more attractive to my lovely wife. Went on a cruise. Spent a lot of time together. That's what was amazing is to see these couples. Some of them have been married 40 plus years. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they would, they were talking to me like, yeah, we don't need this. We don't need marriage work because, uh. you know, <laughs> but honestly, uh, they got it and it was pretty cool. They fell back in love, awesome. reignited the attraction. It's kind of a rare opportunity that you'd be able to spend that much time with your significant yeah. other. It's great. And, it's awesome. and a, um, stingray. And a stingray. So how do we get attraction? One way is go swim with the stingrays. And yeah, that's just like cred right there. Total cred. Skills, whatever you want to call it. No, so I was um, doing some reading on this topic, which is a very interesting one for me. Um, I'm concerned with women's issues and how women are represented in the media. And the thing that always comes up with that is self-esteem. Yeah. Body image, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah. you know, little buzzwords yeah. that always seem to pop in. But so I was doing some reading on it, and it, it turns out that everyone is more attractive than they think. Now, what do you mean by that? Because, so, duh, yeah, hello, well, look at us. What do we mean by that is mm-hmm. that people have some severe errors when it comes to thinking about their own looks. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, um, this article that I was reading, it's written by Roger Coven. He wrote a book called um, The Need to Be Liked, and he's also a blogger for psychology, or sorry, Huffington Post. And he um, had four common errors people think. And one of them is he calls the average phobia, which this is so fascinating okay. to me. And that is, is that everybody is afraid to be average. Yeah. And so that anxiety. Right kind of riddles a lot of your self-esteem issues. So, for example, if you met somebody who was very average looking and you said, okay, on a scale of 1 to 10, how attractive are you? Basically, everyone would say 7. Really? Well, 7 is my favorite number. It is your favorite number. You're always a 7. But because they think that is average. They think... Yeah, they think average is above average. Yeah, but technically speaking, on a scale from 1 to 10, 5 is the middle. Yeah, but... If you said somebody, you're like, I think you're a five in looks. They would be like, are, are you messing with me? Rude, you know, do you want to yeah. go into the other room and take That's care of That's interesting. Yeah. And so um, this discomfort keeps you from thinking of yourself the way you really are. And it keeps you from, it makes you always think that you need to be more attractive. Because mm. if you know you're a five, but you want to be a seven. So you just yeah. keep on working and working. And it just causes stress. Right. Um, That's why I gave up. Yeah. See, you just give up. Then you can just float at a, you know, a floaty little three. Yeah. So that's something. It's okay to be average. And in fact, most people are a five. Yeah. So if you honestly say that, I think I'm a five, then good for then you. On, and if, okay. you, if, you are a, if you are a five, but everyone else thinks you're a yeah. seven, you're above the game. Awesome. And then you can get rid of your fear, that's right. which you're, is not a very attractive that's quality. Good. That's a great So, point. And then number two yeah. is distinguishing between attractiveness and attraction. Mm. So that so that basically means like a person can be attractive. Yeah. But attraction is a very complicated thing. Because they so, may not be attracted to you even yeah. though you're attractive. Exactly. So say a young man and woman start dating. My brother always says he's a very, very smart person. And he always says that once he'll be talking to a really cute girl, but if she can't keep up conversation. Not attractive. Not attractive. Could be gorgeous. Yeah. Could be a 10. Because he, what he's looking for is somebody who can meet him on that level. Yes. 
I so, like that. Yeah. So um, he suggested using doing this exercise and make a pie chart. And from that pie chart, make little sections for each thing that makes you attracted to somebody. Interesting. So, and you'll find that usually physical attractiveness, there's only like 10 or 15% left over for physical characteristics. So it's not really that important. No. What's really important is... Can you talk together? Yeah. Do you feel appreciated by that person? Are they trustworthy? Yeah. Are they a hard worker? Anything that you really like in a person is going to lend more to attraction. Yes. Isn't that weird? But we think it's about looks. Well. And then everyone's exactly. like, oh, everyone always tells me, well, you, you, they have to be attractive. Mm-hmm. And they always think it's about looks. I don't want to marry someone ugly. Yeah. But really what you're saying is the looks are 15%. Oh, definitely. And I Huge. think um, a great example of this. I'm going to just say this because say Sherlock it. BBC aired in the U.S. Yes. Um, on Sunday. Sherlock Holmes-ish. And yes. Sherlock Holmes. And Benedict Cumberbatch, the actor in that, has um, he's kind of a strange looking guy. Yeah. We're not, you know, but you we're find him deeply that. attractive. But people find him very attractive. People or and you? you know me? Let's shoot um, straight. He's a seven. Wow. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, people find him very attractive. Yeah. and. It's really because he plays very intelligent, charismatic mm-hmm. characters, and in real life, he's a very polite person. And so it's not really necessarily yeah. how he looks because he looks kind of weird. Yeah. But It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't it... matter. It's everything else. That um, is cool. We only have time for one more. And that last one is um, we can kind of combine the last two, actually. Our social comparison and the subjectiveness of attraction, kind of like what we okay, talked about. Okay, social comparison. Social comparison. So that would refer to you comparing yourself. Like if you're trying to gauge how attractive you are, yeah. you compare yourself to others. People go about this all wrong. They only compare themselves to people who they think are more attractive than themselves. They it's don't. Just, they I mean, don't. Like, they don't compare themselves to someone that's not as attractive. No, because that's like a no-brainer. I yeah, killed exactly. that one. Yeah, but if you only compare yourself to people who you perceive is more attractive than yourself, then, then obviously you're, less than. you're not going to be. That's good. And then the last thing is just that the attraction is idiosyncratic. It's completely subjective. Yeah. It depends on people's tastes. And because people are so diverse, there's no way we can put that on the scale no. from zero to ten. It and it changes, it seems like day by your day. Biology. Right. It has to do with your culture. Yeah. It has to do with what you grew up with. Yeah. So Oh my heavens. Yeah, so really see you're more attractive than you think because oh. attraction doesn't matter as much. Well, as you and think. especially if I look at the people that are significantly less attractive, I'm the bomb. Exactly. With an ab. With an A ab. Tan ab. That's fascinating. Attraction versus attractiveness. Hmm. What makes you attracted to someone else? We're talking about it. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Lita Green, the author of How to Embrace Your Inner Hotness, is going to be joining us. She's going to walk us through uh, some of the keys to finding that inner you, that inner hotness inside of you, maybe a way to boost your own self-confidence, your own sense of self-worth. This is the Matt Townsend Show. We'll be right back helping you find your inner hotness right here on BYU Radio. everybody to the Matt Townsend show. Today we're talking about your inner hotness, you know? Everybody's got it. We've got we've got to find beauty somewhere. Most of us just go right to the outside. In fact, I was looking the other day, uh, actually today, there was a story in um, in some 
magazine about a guy named Justin Jedlica, Jedlica, who is a man that wanted to be the human Ken doll. And he, so he's had 140 plastic surgery procedures in the last 15 years. He's 33 years old. Okay, he's a resident of the Trump Tower, and uh, he has had 12 implants in his torso that mimic shapely arm and chest muscles. He's had 15 silicone injections, silicone injections in his buttocks, and 11 in his face. His goal is to be the human Kendall. And I thought, holy cow! Now we want to be a doll. So I decided let's bring on the expert. Lita Green is an author, is a, a, a makeup artist, is an image consultant extraordinaire, spokesperson, and a speaker who goes out amongst, you know, all of us average folks and just tries to help us find our inner beauty. She wrote the book, How to Embrace Your Inner Hotness, an inside-out approach to a lasting makeover. Lita Green, welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. Thank you for having me again, Matt. It's so good. You've been on before. Um, you, what's your website? Let's get that out right away. It is away. Lita, L-E-T-A, green, like the color with an E on the end, dot com. Just Lita Green. Lita Green. That's com. so easy. I know. It's funny, isn't it? Um, hey, here's the deal. So I went to the pool on this cruise, and I saw, it's amazing to me, because some people don't care how they look, <laughs> it, it, it seems. And others care way too much. So some are way self-conscious, and others just are exhibitionists. Right. Sharing a little bit too much of themselves. And I'm sitting there thinking, where's the switch that makes some just feel totally confident? It doesn't matter. Like if their body's jiggling in the wrong way, it doesn't matter to them. It doesn't, (laughs) they don't care. And others, they, they just, they won't, they just, they're not letting any, anything in. Don't, nobody's going to see. So help us. Cause to me, that confidence has to come from somewhere. Well, first of all, your listeners can't see me, so they get this impression that I might be a prior beauty queen or some perfect woman. Yeah. I am a mom. I am a wife. I I cook dinner. I do normal but things. But you're glamoured up. You're I, glam. You know, I, I am kind of glamoured up. But there's just a few little tools and tips that you need yeah. to look good enough right. because people don't critique you like you critique yourself. No, that's what we were just taught. You probably couldn't hear it, but... Like we tend to critique ourselves against the best. Right. The, the celebrity airbrush. standard of right. airbrush that they don't even look like that. Yeah, no. I mean, we buy the magazines where they have the little things that are where they look like normal people. Yeah. And we're horrified that they look like I normal love people. that. I love to see when they look normal. Right. Like the rest of us. But like you know, we just they caught have, them at a seven eleven. They have makeup artists and we have tools of the trade. See, that's what you do. That's what I do. So you But I do that for the every woman. Because cool. you know, I'm based in Utah. Yeah. Not yeah. a whole lot of celebrities here in Utah. Well, now there are just because of Sundance. Right. But none of them are at glamming the, up. At, at the moment, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. I just help the everyday woman to look and feel great. Yeah. Um, at the beginning of my career, I was doing makeup for a lady who was a celebrity. It's in a different state that yeah. I was living. And I thought, man, if I land this gig, this will yeah. be so great for my career. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I'm a trucker's kid. So all those insecurities That's that it. we all have, and I'm like trying to just cover them up and yeah. do this job. And... I hold up the mirror, and I want her to, of course, to say, wow. Glam. Yeah, I look awesome. <laughs> and, and she goes, oh, what a big nose I have. Really? And I'm shocked because You're I'm a like, star. You, You're what, gorgeous. You're... She has plaques on the wall yeah. that says she's beautiful, and I don't have any plaques no. that say I'm beautiful. No. But you had that confidence. Well, I was developing it at that time. That's but powerful. you know, seeing that even the pretty, perfect girl mm-hmm. had those insecurities made me realize this is part of the human condition. Yeah. 
This is something that we all struggle with, and we never obtain feeling like we're perfect in this. And the desire for that robs us of what's really important. I love that. That's have, a killer point. Because if you chase, if you chase the nose the rest of your life, mm-hmm. so you know the minute you take it off and get a new nose, what are you? Well, there's no I'll be happy when. Yeah. If it's your career, if it's your body, if it's your your cruise, anything, your the ab. cruise. Oh, no, I was pretty happy, pretty happy on cruises. Yeah, yeah. you can't. I mean, yeah, cruise. but then yeah. the cruise ends. Yeah. You know, <laughs> then so, you gotta come home. And then the cheesecake hits you. That's and you realize right. that you should have had less cheesecake. Yeah. Or yeah, two right. cheesecakes. Right. Um, I have a little joke about about cheesecake. What? That I'd be willing to be fat if I could get fat on cheesecake. Really? I love cheesecake. You know what? You can have two. Des- you can have ten desserts on a cruise. Right. So we're we're actually getting off point now. Except but. <laughs> I would actually. I get. By the way, this is the little buffer I've got. I would take three cheesecakes, mm-hmm. and then my wife would look at me like, seriously. Mm-hmm. Why don't you do it? You there? want me to break a leg? <laughs> I'll break your leg right now. Um, right. So there's the weird pressure, isn't there? We have the social pressure, but then you're saying a lot of this is us. Oh, I think it's applying completely. More pressure. I think it's completely us because yeah. we set the standard of the bar. And, you know, I have a tummy that had kids. Yeah, me too. And, you know, I... <laughs> I really do. I okay. gained 10 pounds with every kid. Well, congratulations. Never I'm lost Sorry it. about the My morning sickness fed, and everything. My wife fed the kids and lost all of her weight. Right. Well, I kept every pound. I had six kids. <laughs> six kids. You do the math. Yeah. Well, I we, we probably sh- we probably shouldn't compare because, no. you know, yeah. I, I carried them full term and yeah. all that. Well, so do we. <laughs> So did we. Men trying to compete on pregnancy. There's yeah. a lot I could say right it's now. It's not but work, yeah, is it? I'm, I'm not feeling sympathetic. No. But the thing is, we have to be willing to be who we are and to be real with us and to accept what we have yeah. as not just good enough, but beautiful. And, and yours. It's you. Yeah. I mean, my father's chin yeah. may not be flattering and that may not be on the covers of magazines. And I need to remind photographers that they are not to capture it. <laughs> but I also have my father's kind heart. Yeah. I also have his work ethic. Would I take that away? Would I take away the stomach that if I were dead on a slab in a CSI show, which they only have obscenely thin people, they would say, this woman's a, she's a mother. You know, we got to notify the children. that, That is a sign. That is the symbol. Right. You had these kids. And aging, there's nothing wrong or mm-hmm. ugly about aging. I wouldn't want to look 16. I like that when I walk in a room, people assume I've had some experience. Yeah. And I just don't want to wrinkle any faster than anyone else. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of it, though, isn't it? We just, it's more, it's more comparative. We, we may not care how we look, per se, until we start putting it in juxtaposition to another person. Right. So when we, once we start juxtaposing ourselves. We need to start seeing ourselves, ourselves mm. as beautiful. Yeah. And in my book, um, How to Embrace Your Inner Hotness, yeah, that's hotness a cool is an analogy. Okay. Okay. So there's two kinds of hotness. Oh, let's go there because I think I've lost my hotness. Oh, okay. I don't think you've lost your hotness. I'm not sure I ever So um, this it. this is geared towards women, but the men that have read it have loved it. And I think it's great to look into the female heart. Yeah, totally. But, um, you know, I do speak to women in it. So the men will have to do their own interpreting okay. as they read the book. But um, hotness, there's two kinds that we as women have. Yeah. The kind of hotness that can burn everything in its path like a fire out of control. Whoa. Leaving destruction, want, our ability to seduce, entice, and manipulate. Whoa. Okay? Okay, That's the the kind of power that we see shown on the movies, that we see the the devil wears Prada, you know, just this terrible typecast of women. Right. Right? Right. And then the other kind of hotness, we don't see a lot of this because it doesn't create a lot of drama. Yeah. Okay? It doesn't create a lot of 
ah, power that I can maintain and, yeah. and hold, right. right? It's the kind of hotness that because of the warmth we put off, draws mm. others close to us to feel of our secure as a security and protection that go. we uniquely as women can provide. And I am loved by my husband, not because I don't have any flab on my midsection, but because I'm the mother of his children, because yeah. I love him and I serve him and he loves and serves me. We love what we serve. Yeah, it's interesting. He doesn't love me because I'm perfect. It's not, that's not as flashy. That's no. not as like, that's not as, it's, but it's interesting. It's very moving. It's kind of what we all want. We all right. want that bonded, safe, attachment, warmth, connected warmth with someone. But we turn it away when we think and we turn on the wrong hotness. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When we think we have to hold it instead of give it. Yeah, that's huge. And so... Like it's something you can have. You make it a thing instead of a process of being something. Right. Like, you know, the, I have to have a boyfriend or I have to have a girlfriend, whatever yeah. the case may be, or I want that person. Well, it's not about want and need. It's about who are you willing to serve and who you're willing to become. Yeah, and huge. I love my husband. If physically he were malformed or something, it's his character that I love. Right. And so what makes someone truly attractive and love and loved is who they are. And we're putting all this focus on the outside. And, yes, that's important for first impressions. Sure. If I came here today in my bathrobe, you'd be like, eh, maybe not a good interview. I'd be like, that is smart. <laughs> <laughs> I need a robe. But it's right. true, though. The first impression we all live up to. But really, in the end, if you can't, if you can't fill the need later, if you mm-hmm. can't fulfill it, it's going to die anyway. Well, we all have a hole. Mm-hmm. And we try to fill it with the wrong things. Yeah, We try to fill it with you know, to the extreme of drugs or, you know, know, but every single one of us tries to fill it with validation. And the only validation that works, just like my early client that wanted, you know, didn't see what she looked like. And no matter validation of your beauty queen or she's a beautiful woman, it wasn't enough. It's because she was not validating herself and seeking to improve who she was and to focus and see the right things about herself. Yeah. And so how to brace your inner hotness is to not give other people the power to hurt you, to minimize you, but to turn on that power within yourself to take control over how you see yourself, how you see your day, and thus how you see your life. Ooh. That's such a good book, huh? It's a great book. I'm reading it right now. <laughs> um, we're talking with Lita Green. We're going to take a break. We're coming back. She's going to get into some tools, some keys, that uh, things we need to learn in order to embrace our inner hotness. Um, again, the book, How to Embrace Your Inner Hotness, an inside-out approach to a lasting makeover. Lita Green's with us. Go to her website, litagreen.com, and uh, she's going to show us how to get the makeover without all the makeup. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. everybody to the matt townsend show hey today we're talking about how to embrace your inner hotness uh joined right now by lita green who's a makeup artist a uh an image consultant a speaker extraordinaire a spokesperson for a uh cosmetic company Uh uh-huh synagens international synagens international and she's the author of the book how to embrace your inner hotness and i'm a mom let's not more importantly mom wife yeah 
and um, truck driver's daughter. Absolutely. <laughs> With a great chin. <laughs> That's from the last segment. You'll have to go look it up. Um, here's the deal. Lita, give us some tools. How do we, I mean, everyone kind of knows, you distinguish there's two kinds of hotness, kind of right. the outside, ow, burning hot, kind of the word they always use, sexy, uh, inviting, sassy, kind of seduce. all the, seduce, mm-hmm. all kind of the Hollywood, right. you know, sexy look, image, right. hotness. Then there's just kind of what, more like the character that you're, you're, you're a great person. Right. You are honest and you serve and you're dedicated and kind of more of the principled hotness. Well, and we've all met people who we initially think are very attractive. Yeah. And then as we get to know them, not Ugh. so much. Yeah. And that's because the outside's not matching the inside. And yeah. we've also met people who maybe had a little extra around the middle. Yeah. We get to know them and they become so ravishing and beautiful and we always want to be with them. Right. And you know, who would you rather take home oh, yeah. as a friend or a spouse? Who but would we rather be with? As long as they can cook. As long as they can cook. And that might be how they got the little extra. By the way, and by the way that's, but yeah. part of that is that's what we were talking about earlier, that what you find attractive, what I find attractive is different. And so in the end, it seems like if we want to be really attracted to someone, they have to be safe. They have right. to be trustworthy. They have to be appreciative, respectful. They have to validate. I mean, they have, they have to have other things other than just the perfect figure. Well, you know in the TV shows where they never actually in the series the the guy and the girl, they never actually fall in love enough that it's like they're married and they're happy now. Yeah. There's no happy marriages because mm-hmm. there's not enough drama. Yeah. In those. Yeah. I mean, there really is. <laughs> it's there's just a ton not of drama maybe interesting. In it's just not but it's not the image of it's not the image of hot. It's more like the drama of, you know, who's going to get the kids to soccer yeah. and then the dishes and I got to get yeah. dinner done and then those work mm-hmm. and that's the drama of real that's life. It. and Nothing interesting. Like, that's not hot. Yeah, it's not interesting. But I really like not having to wonder if my husband likes me. Yeah. I, I don't have to wonder if our relationship is secure. But think of it. You could have a sitcom. I don't know if the ratings would be really it good. It wouldn't be. Right. <laughs> yeah. You could have a show. So give us some. Come watch the Greens work. <laughs> watch the Greens. Inner battle over dinner. Um, so give us some keys. What are some ways to actually discern and get into letting out the inner hotness? Okay. So one of my main principles um, is one of my signature pieces called Vanity Prayers. Oh. And I know we've talked about vanity yeah. prayers on your show. So a quick little thing of what they are. Vanity is prayers. Instead of going to the mirror and noticing everything wrong with you and standing there all frumpy and oh. sad in front of yeah. the mirror, what you do is you go to the mirror and you kind of have that little theme song in your head. Yeah. And you, as you're getting dressed, not only are you getting dressed for the purpose of that day. Do you have to shake and you're just, you're dancing? Okay. That's just kind of me. Okay. 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 But you don't have to. Seems like it should be more My um, husband's reverent. a type A. He's, yeah. he just gets it done. Just you get know, it. In there's, and out. Yeah. But so you need to think about what you need to do that day and you see yourself being awesome in mm. that day. That's I cool. see myself loving and serving and connecting yeah. and being awesome all day long instead of ripping on me to start yeah. the day. So I'm turning that validation that I need as a human being yeah. back to you, to my responsibility, not anyone else's. Yeah. So instead of like bleeding out the obvious hole that you've got, you're saying <laughs> just kind of plug the hole and feed, feed good not just validation, plug it, but give it what it needs. Yeah. Feed the Truth. opposite, the healthy. Yeah. From you. Yeah. Because you know, yeah. no, nobody else can make you like you. Mm-mm. You have to like you first. Yeah. And you can't give to others what you do not have yourself. Do you do this out loud? I recommend in the beginning that clients do just because 
any new habit, it takes time and repetition to do that. Don't you think that would be traumatic if your children walked in? My while children you were have doing this? walked in. Maybe it's not traumatic. Maybe it's a healthy thing for them to see mom. My children have walked in and they have their own vanity prayers. <laughs> and my son, he's That's 11, great. still thinks his mom is awesome. That is awesome. So I'm, I'm okay with that. So you're like, Mama, you, you're hot. You're, gonna, you're, you're amazing. You're going to nail it. You're going to present like. Well, more importantly, is Carnegie. my son knows how to say nice things to himself. That's beautiful. And he knows if he says mean things and I catch him about himself, yeah, he's gonna that be... I'm going to be irritated with that yeah. side of himself. Yeah, and so I'm holding him accountable that. when I notice, yep. not just to behave correctly, because we focus so much on the outward, right. the behavior. It's, right. what are you thinking right now? What are you feeling? How are you approaching this? Mm. You know, And if you're thinking, oh, I'm going to screw up, well, then you know what? You are. Yeah. If you're 11 or 40, yeah. you're, you're not going to do your best if this, you're focusing on the negative. That seems to be the courage. A lot of us lack the courage to see it and the compassion in ourselves to see it. So mm-hmm. it's almost like it's easier if I just p- out, point out everything that's wrong with me now instead of letting you learn that. Let me just kind of let me just beat myself down. Well, you know, cuz all the good things of life aren't we think for us. Right. We think they're for someone else and if we notice what we can't do, then we don't really have to be afraid and get mm-hmm. in our where we're not comfortable. Yeah. And I had an experience where I lost a child and that awakened me, you know, even though this process that I talked about, but it made me realize there are so many things I still was limiting myself on even though I taught hundreds of clients vanity prayers. Yeah. And that's that's the purpose of life is we just get deeper and deeper and deeper into who we are yeah. and deeper into who made us because we have divine right. in within us. And if you can't see that. And you're just staying on the surface of what your potential is. You know, C.S. Lewis said that every person you've ever meet, met, you know, the bum on the street is a God in the making. We have unlimited potential of mm. who and what we can become. And yet we focus on. If our nose is how we like yeah. it or our chin's how we like it. And if I'm as cute yeah. as the other kid, you know, I was 5'9". He could bench 165 pounds Man. as a young girl at wow. 15. That's hot. I did not look like the cheerleader girl. Yeah. No. But <laughs> I that, scared the boys. But that was you. But I have discovered that she can be beautiful too. Yeah. And, you know, I just don't wear padded shoulders and I pull things in. I know how to dress to compliment me. Yeah. And nobody's noticing the awkward girl that was. And now I get to say to her, it's okay. It all works out just fine. Right. It all works out. Don't you wonder if anyone notices anyway? No, they don't. It just seems like we make a big deal like they're all noticing. But it seems like everyone's so Mm self-interested that it doesn't matter what you're doing. We're more worried about our own idiosyncrasies, our own problems, our own weaknesses. Well, I actually, it's a funny story. Here in the same building, I was here for a women in philanthropy event. Uh And on my way down, I was like, oh, crap, I had not filled my nails. And this is, you know, women taboo. Oh, oh, is that? Okay. Yeah. We have this big, huge white place with our nails. And I'm thinking, oh, I don't have time. Oh, well, whatever. Whatever. And this woman comes across the room and she says, you, I noticed you from over there. You are so pretty. You're so put together. I'm like, oh, we're going to be great friends. <laughs> and, she's, and she says, you know, I am such a mess. And she starts ripping on her. And I said, let me help you feel better. And I hold up my unfilled nails. And I'm like, you didn't notice. I didn't notice what yeah. you're pointing out. Don't point them out to me. You notice the overall impression. And I'm noticing the overall impression of her. And I gave her some sincere compliments. Yeah. But we are so busy ripping on us that we see someone who has something we think we want. We immediately turn to, I, I'm not good enough. No. I don't have I'm a loser. Ah. So really the vanity prayer is to preempt 
It's really to backfill what you're going to do the rest of the day anyway, which is rip on yourself. It's to rewire our brains. So start getting your brain thinking about what's good. To rewire mm-hmm. us because our brains have pathways and they fall into a pattern. Yeah. And, you know, little trenches that we've just dug and like pouring water and it just goes yeah. right where it's been. And it's to reprogram it. It seems like if it's not with women, there's if it's not your hair, it's your nails. If it's not your nails, it's your lips. If it's oh, not your lips, so it's your eyes. Work. If it's not your eyes, it's, yeah. it's your earrings. So it's always something. Right. But and, I guess that's why the prayer works is because start noticing what is. So quit telling me what it isn't. Right. Uh, Jeff Holland, who is a, a, um, a leader in the LDS Church, made a comment once that if you're going to try to like figure something out, um, start with where start with where it's good. Start with where you agree, not just where you disagree. Right. And he's, it says otherwise, it's like trying to stuff a turkey through the beak. So <laughs> at some point, go with where you already have good stuff. Fill the turkey that way instead of always trying to find the hole and stuff it through the beak or through the ear or through the eye. And, you know, our society rewards a certain level of pessimism and mm-hmm. criticism yeah. as intelligence. Yeah. And, you know, if you are happy and go lucky, well, you're obviously missing something. Yeah. And you're, if you're just, at peace. Right. You, you know, what's about wrong with you? Right. Why don't, don't you know all these things that are going wrong? Right. Well, you know what? You can make yourself really sad yeah. all the time. And then there you are, intelligently sad. But you look hot. <laughs> but you're so intelligently instead, sad. You know, tell yourself what you can do right. Mm-hmm. I I was a little girl and we had to do a talent show and all of the the youth in our church were doing this talent show and everybody had to do it. And we could not think of any talents that Lita had that could put on a stage. And so the only thing we could think of was for me to change a tire. <laughs> That's and great. that was my only talent for a long time. Daughter of a truck driver. Exactly. And I can do it better than most men. But if I'm on the side of the road and the guy wants to come help me when I have a flat tire, oh, I'm going to let him help me. Oh, yeah. You, know, I might break you don't want to break it now. Yeah, exactly. See, but you had to find that out. I, how many times have you had someone say, I don't have a talent? But we think where we are right now is where we're end up. Yeah, I know. And we are growing and progressing and learning. And so start being open to what's so amazing about you. Find the hotness. Find the hotness. We're talking with Lita Green, author of How to Embrace Your Inner Hotness, an inside-out approach to a lasting makeover. We're going to take a break. We're coming back. She's going to keep uh, enlightening us, giving us more tools to dig inside, start changing some of the inside, and you know what? It'll ooze out, affect the outside. This is the Matt Townsend Show. We'll take a break. This uh, We'll be back giving you tools, a leg up on this crazy thing we call life. You're listening to us right here on BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. Hey, today we're talking about, you know, your image, your appearance. Mainly, we're talking about your inner hotness. Deep inside you, you know you're hot. You know, that cute little wife of yours of 50 years, when she looks over, you know she's thinking, wow, that man's hot. Oh, yeah. Somewhere inside of us, we have to find that deep inner purpose, that deep inner sense of of hotness is what our author is calling it. Lita Green is joining us. Uh, she is the author of the book, How to Embrace Your Inner Hotness, an inside-out approach 
to a lasting makeover. She is a uh, an image consultant. She's a spokesperson for a cosmetic company. Synogens International. Synogens International. And she is a speaker extraordinaire and a consultant and um, does makeup, a makeup artist. She can make the average person look enhanced. Like, I don't think enhanced, makeup should change what you, I wear makeup, you just are. so you know. Do you I know mean, that? Uh, that's good. Yeah. When you're on stage? Nope. Just for fun. Okay. For the kids. Perfect. Nice. <laughs> nice. Awkward. I do wear it just on <laughs> on TV, but I see that's weird too because even that, I actually, my confidence goes up when I put on pancake makeup. I actually can fix that for you because all the makeup I work with is HD. So when you see it on TV, it looks good. And when you see it in person, it looks good. Yeah, but I don't want to keep wearing it. It's a lot of work. Well, you have to minimize the shine and all that kind yeah. of stuff. But I, what I do, I don't do special effects makeup. I can't make people look like aliens or look mm. like different people. Darn I it. take their facial features and, and enhance them. Because I believe that inside each of us, what makes us really beautiful and amazing and yeah. loved is who we are. And that's your eyes. And so makeup should oh, draw people into your eyes, not yeah. into how awesome you are at makeup. Right. Or like one feature, like your nose. Right. Which most makeup artists aren't trying to accentuate people's noses. We try to, we try to like bring it down a notch. Right. You know, so it's drawing people into your eyes, like not how, how far out your makeup can be. Right. And um, I have lots of videos on YouTube, and I'm always adding more on makeup tips and If they like go that. to leadagreen.com... They'll it's, find all of this. Yeah, it's all on there. Give us some more tips about, you know, the inside-out approach. Okay, so the next thing after vanity prayers is you're refining your personal self-talk. Hmm. Okay, yeah. so the next thing is bad or what I call poopy thoughts because you're know, children mm-hmm. and they You're have obviously their, a mother. Right, so You've that— You've got the language down. Right, so, you know, kids, you remind them over and over again what to do with their snot. Yeah. And they don't master it one time. No, no. Right, and so— it happens to all of us. Keep I mean, your snot to yourself. That's even as adults, kids. we have to know what to do with our snot. It's not yeah. socially acceptable not to deal with it properly. Now, this is a metaphor. This is a metaphor, okay, yes. Okay, I'm not going to get into the snot right now. Your snot's really not the issue here. Right. But Unless it is an issue, then right. approach that. But so I call it poopy talk. Okay. The the thoughts that just come up, we can't help them, just like our snot will dribble. Yep. I'm not good enough. Right. I can't do math. And any thought we repeat throughout the day. So we've started our day with positive thinking, yeah. right? Yeah. And then throughout the day, they're just going to kind of dribble out yeah. these thoughts. Oh, I have the worst luck. I say right. all the time to myself. Exactly. And so, you know, we know that's a negative affirmation. Totally. And so what I do, I actually envision having a colander, you know, like to strain noodles yeah, yeah, yeah. on my head. Okay? Wow. It's on my head. Why? Because I'm a visual person. Okay. And I don't actually have it on my head at this moment. No. But in my mind, I have this thing yeah. that I'm... Choosing every time a thought comes in, I ask the thought. I say, "Thought, are you here to help me to honor my purpose?" Oh, that's cool. Are you here to help me serve and be better? And if the thought can't justify itself, well, it goes where snot goes. It goes where poopy thoughts you go. You flush it. You flush it. You get rid of it, and you don't wonder if that was the right thing to do about it or yeah. not. You just say, "You know what? You're not here to help me do my purpose." I like that. And so, of course, there's going to be times where you know you mess up. Mm-hmm. You're like, "Yeah, you know, I could have done better." You could use a car filter. You could use an air filter. You could Whatever. use any kind of filter. Right. Any you kind of chose... filter. But, you know, I'm a mom. I cook. Yeah, call And, me. you know, just the, the it holds the good stuff, the yeah. stuff you want, and lets everything else go out. Mm. And like just that. having that visual of 
questioning every thought that comes to you. That's the thing. We don't question our no, thinking. No, we don't. Like, we, we just think assume we're right. We're right, because I said it. Right. And where do those thoughts come from? They come from our society. They come mm-hmm. from our family culture. They come from our own poopy talk. Yeah. And our brains have just been using the same ones over and over and yeah. over and over again. And we just think we're right. Well, and that's so- how you grow, right? I mean, this is how you actually change. So if you want to really change, if you want a makeover without a knife, <laughs> change your thought. Exactly. And you'll start to see yourself as beautiful. And, you know, I used to be very insecure. My grandma used to tell me that nobody would love me and I wouldn't Mm. get married. And it was great. My parents would always have me and I had stitches. And I mean, I have the whole awkward story. And I, you know, as as I knocked out my three front teeth, I went from nine to 20 with yucky teeth and having big gaps, you know. And the funny thing is, Matt, I actually was in a car accident where I knocked out one of my teeth again. Oh my gosh! So oh, don't do I that. can actually move my teeth in and she out. She just took her tooth out, right? For those so it's not good for the radio. Watching. But the thing that's so funny is, from when I was a kid, I looked at that and I knew I was ugly because look, I didn't have all my the teeth. Gone. And now when this happened, I was like, huh, I wonder if I can wiggle it. I wonder how what I can, what tricks I can do with my yeah. tooth. And it's so much fun in my speaking because, you know, I walk out and I'm all put together and then I can do the little tooth wiggle in my story. (laughs) But, you know, what was missing is now what works for me. Yeah. And something that's wrong with you might be something that's right with you. My family culture always critiqued my loud personality. Mm. Keep a lid on it. Now Now I'm making a living off of my speaking. Take that. Right. My big, broad shoulders were a problem. But you know what? There are structural reasons I made this way and it helped me to handle pregnancy with you know, I mean, there's all yeah. kinds of ways you could just flip your preconceived ideas on their head, but you have to challenge them first. That's huge. You've got to look at what you're thinking. And then you own it like, I mean, your weakness becomes your strength, but you you had to be different because right now there's prob- there are thousands of women who have wiggle teeth that are <laughs> right. fake teeth that they could pop out, but you would never know because they would never, ever, 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 ever be vulnerable enough to show that weakness. Right. But the thing is, whatever we continually think, as you know, the Bible says, as a man is, so, you know, as he thinks, so is he. As a woman thinks, so is she. What we think is our limitation. And when we get that fear in our, oh, like, oh, really? I can't. That's probably a thought we need to challenge and overcome it. And, you know, having had some losses, all of us have had challenges. All of us have challenges that have thrown us flat on our backs and, you know, to our knees. And we don't know how. Yeah. And for me, that was something that I rooted out those last of those preconceived ideas about what I was capable of. And they ended up being a, a blessing to me yeah. that I'm not glad they happened, but I'm glad how they worked out in it's, a sense. It seems like the hotness you're prescribing is it's going to endure. So mm-hmm. it's not going to go away when your hips blow out at age 70. It's <laughs> right. not going to go away just because you have teeth. It's the, You're saying grow some character on the inside and it changes – everything. Well, I I was in a wheelchair for almost a year. Were you? And it was interesting how people treated me differently. And I'm saying, hey, I'm still really funny and I'm nice yeah. and it's not contagious. It's they, they, they branded you by your image. Right. And that was something that I didn't have control over. Mm-hmm. And yet every day I got dressed and I got the dress as well as I could. Mm-hmm. And I made the joke that I wanted to look worth saving. <laughs> you know, so I stole that line from my mother who has a mess. But, you know, we are going to change and alter in our lives. We might as well have an idea of what character we're taking into that change. That's beautiful. There's that's inner beauty. Absolutely. It's and it, that clarity. it actually there have been studies that people who are confident or perceive themselves to be beautiful. Other people, when just looking at that person, saw them as more beautiful. Yeah. 
And you sell it. When you believe it, you can sell it. So I always tell people I'm not nearly as cute as you think I am. It's just my inner beauty radiating my hotness is just coming out and it just deceives you. You know, but (laughs) blind. (laughs) That's huge. What's the point of not feeling good about who you are? Because it's going to limit you in how you show up in your relationships. It's going to limit you in how you show up in your job and your ability to produce income and security and safety for your family. It's going to affect every single part of your life. And it starts with you. Yeah. What you choose to think about. So start the day with the habit of thinking good things. And then throughout the day, challenge those thoughts. Right. Yeah. Challenge them. see a thought that's not working, challenge that thought. And just, just challenge it. Just go around being, you know, the little lawyer in you. Yeah. Just wait. Are you there? Okay. Okay. Uh, no, you're good. Yeah, I object. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Is it, And you can just check it by, does it make you feel good mm-hmm. or does it make you feel bad? And there's a source of what I call stinky and there's a source of awesome. Yeah. And you're tapping into one or the other all day long. Yeah, you're choosing the master, aren't you? Absolutely. You got to choose one or the other. Uh, I also like you're not dichotomizing it. You're not making it either or. So it's not like physical beauty or you know spiritual beauty. You're saying and like be both. Just I mean, you can worry about how you look, and it's not who you are. Absolutely. And worry about everything else. I and like walking by the mirror and liking what I look like. I mean, the yeah. makeup that I work with doesn't come off. It stays on all day. So yeah. I just put it on and I'm done. Yeah. You have little marks on your yeah, hands. Yeah. You know, it, it. so I don't have to worry my eyeliner or my mascara is dripping or anything like that. And everything goes into my philosophy that, you know, how you begin the day is how you end it. You know, start believing in you. Yeah. You know, and. And what's the harm of that? What yeah, what is the what what's that gonna do wrong? What's and I harm? turn to my husband, I say, Honey, how do you handle having such a hot wife? I mean, there's nothing yeah. bad that's gonna is, come out of what that. What is what's his answer? Because I've um, I've been wondering what to answer there. Well <laughs> when your wife says, yeah. Honey, how do you handle how that? How do you handle this hotness? <laughs> he says, You are hot and he literally gives me a nice kiss and Does the rest really? is nobody else's business, you well, know? Thank you. <laughs> thank you for censoring. But the thing is, a man when a woman when a man comes to a woman, he says, Wow, you look pretty and she goes, Oh, I'm fat. What she's really saying to him is, your love is not enough to make me feel beautiful. Mm. But if she says, oh, yeah, he's like, you know what? I'm such the man that my woman knows, you know, and that's just psychology. And so when we women are like, honey, do I look fat? They don't want they think we're hot. Yeah. They love us because out of all the women, they chose to marry us. And they know. I mean, my husband knows that I'm not Jennifer Lopez, but. I think he likes my personality. Well, better. he apparently does because he wa- he wants. You. Well, he he could have had her. Yeah, he could have, but I mean, he chose me. Yeah, everyone yeah. can't have Jennifer Lopez. Right, but you know. But he could have. <laughs> yeah. It's that the the interesting thing about all of this is, it just exudes. It seems like more confidence, more. But the confidence isn't fake. It's not on something that's not. Your confidence comes from the fact that you know, you there's something divine about you. There's something great about you, and you're good no matter what. You Regardless are, a, of you are in process. Yeah. And that hole is your soul trying to figure out what you can be. Yeah. And when we stuff it with anything other than what the source of awesome tells us we can, ripping on us is not helping us be better. Yeah. And we're limiting the love we can give and the influence that we can have. And we're hurting ourselves the most. But, you know, I always tell women and, you know, men, don't say anything to yourself you wouldn't say to a child because it will come out. I don't believe that my grandmother said poopy things to me because she disliked me. I think she loved me. Yeah. But she can, again, you cannot give to others what you don't give to yourself. Yeah, so she didn't have it in her own belief about herself. And eventually She's it just spilled it. out yeah. on me. Yeah. And, you know, that hurt our relationship, of course. But who's the one that got hurt the most, me or my grandma? Grandma. 
Exactly. So you're at least aware of it. You're yeah. aware. And I've been able to give her forgiveness. Yeah. And that's okay. And because I'm working on me, I'm so busy working on me yeah. that I'm too busy to critique you. Well, and think of how these thoughts keep us from each other. Like that that thought, a need to give that feedback that your grandma gave you that was kind of abrupt and rude and senseless, but valuable apparently in her mind. She needed to give it to you. But that kept you guys apart. That kept you from trusting her. Yeah. Like when you were young, it just yeah. kept it, it creates a barrier. And what wisdom I could have get, garnered from my grandmother, I wasn't yeah. able to hear. She's still alive, but yeah. um, I wasn't able to hear it because it, I didn't like the packaging. Yeah, right. And, um, you know, a funny line that my mother said one time was, Nobody can hear you when you're yelling. And it's yeah. like, it's true. The louder you speak and the yeah. more you say it with doesn't mean that people are hearing you. Such a good It means you're just making a lot of noise. That's it. Just flapping But they your shut their heart off. Yeah. And what are we doing to ourselves? What are we shutting out from us and tapping in? I would have never conceived that I would be the person I am today. Yeah. But I started doing this exercise of vanity prayers when I was 15 and just Look starting to think nice things about myself. Yeah. And craziness. Huge. Um, give us, we have about a minute, a uh, minute and a half. Give us the, okay, so if you had to think of one thing, mm-hmm. the one thing that is most likely to, you know, turn into, to help you embrace your inner hotness. What's the one thing makes the biggest difference? Gratitude. Keep going. Figuring out what you could be grateful for. And that will help you refine those thoughts that you can't think through because there's just so much pain or hurt around them. But finding something you could be grateful for all the time, even in your difficulties. That's huge. What can you be thankful for? There's always something. And don't just go physically either, right? Don't just go, I'm grateful for my long legs. Yeah. No, I I mean, what in that moment? What in the moment? Because it could be a character training. It could be a strength. It could be an attribute. And then record it. I have what I call a happy thought journal. Um, Each of the chapters in the book, you know, teach a story, teach a principle, and then give what I call the hotness challenge. Oh, cool. So they give hands-on, go do this to help you work on that principle. There are 15 steps. So there's 15 hotness challenges. 15 hotness challenges. And some readers may already have some of them down. Yeah. And so, you know. It's not going to give you too much homework, but... So I guess you could do this book and go through all the steps, or you could just watch America's Top Model. Or not. Yes. <laughs> Get the book. Do I go through 15 of my own challenges that make me better step by step, or do I just watch and judge other people? Hmm. That's, I guess, the big debate in our society, isn't it? Yeah. Work on us or judge other people? Because like that's yours. where criticism comes from. That's right. It comes from our unwillingness to work on ourselves, and it makes us feel so much better because we can always find somebody who yeah. doesn't have it oh, together. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we love to see the rich and famous screw it up because oh, yeah. we're like, hey, at least huh. I'm not as screwed up as right. fill in the blank. That's why I watch Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> I mean, it seems shallow. It seems very shallow. But I, I've missed it, but of course I'm in America, so I've seen a, me feel I know better. what it's about. So you know. Um, exploiting of children, basically. Yes, basically. Yeah. <laughs> the, by family exploitation. The entire family. Lita Green, you're the bomb. You're the hotness. You've got it on the inside and out. Go check out her website, Lita Green with an E, G R E E N E dot com. Excellent. Thank you for having me, Matt. You bet. And go get the book, How to Embrace Your Inner Hotness, an inside out approach to a lasting makeover. Good stuff. We're going to take a break. We're coming right back. We're going to keep getting into uh, what do we find attractive, what isn't so attractive, and even our quirkiness. Also, Meg Conley is going to be joining us. 
tons of fun wrapped up into a little ball. Meg Conley will be up next. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Welcome back, friends, to the Matt Townsend Show. Hey, uh, today we're talking about attraction, what makes us attracted to one another. Uh, I've talked a lot about my cruise that I just got back from. On the cruise, they they had a, a, a moment where people had to find their quirkiest behaviors, the things that they're, it's almost their stupid human tricks, the things that only they could do. And then they had a contest. And I'm here to tell you, people are seriously quirky and messed up. So uh, if you've ever felt like you are one of those weird, quirky people, here's the deal. You may not be the only one. Our own Hannah Montana has compiled a list of awkward things that we all do. Hannah, how are you? I'm so good. How are you? Great. You see my tan? Yeah. You actually look kind of like you have a fake tan. Well, thank you. So it's working. Yes. It's not Did you fake. go on a fake cruise? I went on a fake a cruise, fake but the deal is I'm trying not to use lotion. Why? I don't know, but it just greases me up. I just feel like a greased pig. So anyway. You just have to so use the So right now my kind. face will turn leathery, and then it'll all peel off, and then I'll be just back to the old pasty white mat. You can just use a lightweight lotion. I'll use a lightweight lotion, like a 10W30. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. 1035W30. That's a motor weight. Um, so, quirks. Okay. Do you, now, you of all people, Hannah Montana, I know, do I'm not pretty, have any quirks. I've, I've been asking normal. James if you have any quirks, and he's like, she's quirkless. I, I have some quirks. Yeah. He's like, don't get me involved in this. Okay, go. Um, give us some. So, Facebook stalking people you hardly know. Yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, everybody does. It. Yeah, I love that, though. Okay. Um, I, I totally, is that quirky? Yeah. I get, it is. No, it's. it's yeah. Okay, these, these, the first ones are from Facebook. Okay. So, hiding a close friend's post because they're annoying. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but you never tell them that. I know. Yeah, the political friend or the Taylor Swift <laughs> friend or, yeah, it's obnoxious. Yeah, the political friend that but always brings you it also up. kind of secretly enjoy some people's really annoying Facebook status updates. Yes. There's like the one friend where you're like, well, at what least did my they say life's today? not like this. Yeah. Now, there's always the one that you're like, oh, man, do you not know not to say that? Don't say that. Don't talk about your loneliness. Yeah. yeah. I've never I've never seen this happen, nor have I done it, but it sounds terrible. Um, you accidentally enter someone that you like or you're searching someone. You're trying to search them, but you accidentally enter it as a status update, like their uh, name. That's awkward. I feel like, yeah, that, that like, would be. Especially like if, if you're married and you're, <laughs> yeah. and you're entering someone's, that would be embarrassing. Yeah, that would be embarrassing. What other quirky things? Um, so... Let's see. I mean, I was thinking more like chewing ice. Okay, this this has happened to me, but I've never actually done this, fortunately. So you accidentally like someone's ancient photo. Like, it's like way old, yeah. so you know that they Facebook stalked you. Oh, It's weird. like 2005. Yeah. Nobody, you didn't even know me back then. Yeah, it's like, why are, you, why are you stalking me? See, I didn't even know. I would go like my own photos. Oh, that's bad. That and that's just creepy. So I even I was liking myself. Yeah. Not knowing you shouldn't do that. When you share your candy, I totally do this. I only share the flavors I don't like. Yeah. Yeah. Like black licorice. 
It's, well, no one likes Who black wants my black licorice? licorice? I love black licorice, by the way, because no one eats it. So when you're a dad and all the kids eat all the regular licorice, if you could learn to like black licorice, you've got all you'll ever need. Yeah. <laughs> It's just you, you adapt to the bad tasting things. That's why when we're older, all the old people just eat gross stuff. Okay. We, we're all hypocritical drivers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We know we, we're the We best. see someone slowing down because they're lost and we freak out, but then yeah. we, we totally yeah. do it too. What an idiot. Yeah. yeah. Um, practicing conversations in your head in advance. <laughs> like you're winding up. You're getting ready for the big game. You plan out the entire thing. Uh-huh. They're going to say this. I'm going to say this. And you know this. it'll go exactly as you wrote it. Yeah. And then Even when it doesn't, they, yeah. you just you, you can't talk yeah. anymore. Or you just make it happen that way because you never actually factored them into the conversation. So yeah. it's really a monologue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is probably my favorite. Winning arguments in your head long after the argument ended. Don't you? Oh, yeah. There is so many oh, moments why didn't where I've had. This? Yeah, yeah. Where someone says something, I'm like, my, how are... could I reintroduce this into conversation just so I can win? Yeah. You, uh, that's that's quirky. See, to me, that's That's magic. <laughs> that's magic. Um, like, Worse is when you call them back and say, oh, yeah, and then you throw it out. Yeah. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. There's a Seinfeld episode where they do something like do that. that. And then he comes up with, your, well, your wife this, and his wife is dead. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, life tracking your exes on Facebook. Oh, Who see. won the breakup? Yeah. Because look at me. I've got a boat. Yeah. Neener, neener. You don't even have a and, boat. And your new boyfriend's If you had married me, ugly. you could have had a boat. But you don't even have a boat. What a loser. Yeah. That's cool. What's that called? Life tracking? Life tracking. Yeah. I'd never heard that term before. I did But that. apparently it's a real thing. I This is also funny. Picturing an entire relationship in your head when you first start dating someone. Oh, yeah. And we're going to marry or whatever. and the unicorn and the butterflies. <laughs> yeah. That's love. Unicorns. Um, quirky. Well done. It's like you've mastered the quirk. Yeah. Well, I have no quirks as we've You're previously quirkless. discussed. James even said that. James, your ex. It's it's confirmed that Hannah has no quirks. And again, I don't want to belabor this, but we're sitting in a room with two exes. Yep. And I just feel awkward because, like, what do I say? Do I bring it up? Well, yes. I did. I just did. Yeah. I just brought it up right there. <laughs> and we're going to break. And we're going to break. According to James, I was going to keep talking about it, but we'll just go to break. Hey, we're going to take a break. Uh, quirky Matt here, and we when we come back, Meg Conley will be joining us. She is the queen of the quirk. The uh, the great master, Meg Conley, will be here. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. friends to the Matt Townsend show. I'm sitting in the midst of a star, a celebrity. <laughs> wow. The queen of quirk. I love that. Meg Erasmus Conley. I wish that was my middle name. What is your middle name? Elaine. Yeah, let's go with Erasmus <laughs> Conley. Meg, you filled it. By the way, go to meginprogress.com. Uh, yes. She's a blogger, she's a mom extraordinaire, mother of two children, Zuzu and Viola. That's right. Cutie pie. Uh, married to a guy named, we'll say Ryan. Riley. Riley. Isn't that such a good name? It's like a handsome like name. Riley. Like that. Like, yeah, like Life O'Reilly. Sure. Yeah. 
Um, you filled in for me. I did. And uh, a lot of people were frustrated. <laughs> they said you were out of control and you kept mentioning me in a Speedo. Um, I, I did I did talk about you because I thought that that would be your swimming outfit of choice. Was I wrong? I was pretty sure. We had like a bet going. No, it, it is. It yeah, is look a Speedo. It. He said. It's a Speedo. James would know. <laughs> um, it's a Speedo. We thought maybe like with, with the, the Union Jack. Like fabric? No, that's actually... That's kind of what we were... Well, (laughs) no. (laughs) There's not enough fabric for the whole Union Jack. So mine was a Speedo, though, from the 30s. Oh, oh, like a singlet kind of... Right, yes, yes. I I was going to call it a onesie, but that would probably not be a... Right. It's a whole other image. It's a singlet. It's a whole other image. It's like a wrestling singlet. Yeah, all right. Yeah. It was a good cruise, though. Yes. We missed you. Well, I heard, I heard that I'm not needed. Well, people were like, what if we start calling it the Matt Conley show? Yeah, and but I then we're, like, we'd be married. I was like, let me just let me just talk to him about that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't well, know. I, I didn't want to make any commitments while oh, you were gone. <laughs> I appreciate that. You, um, I hear you nailed it. Oh, that's very nice. It was fun. It was fun. You have a good team. Aren't they great? And we had a really good guest that day. Nancy Ankowitz was amazing. Yeah. You, yeah, she was fabulous. We I set that out. up for you. We, you were like, just give her someone. Give her see. somebody that's actually got, you know, some rules, some boundaries. Right. An understanding of how to deal with the media. Yeah. So, and she had this very beautiful, like her voice sounded like this. Like call me. Yeah. So I tried to talk to my kids like that when I did got it, home. How did that go? Mom, what's wrong with you? Mom, you usually you talk like this. Yeah. <laughs> you usually yell in a monotone yeah. way. Yeah, like I have voice modulations. <laughs> um, what have you been working on? Um, Other than my show. So I'm writing a lot, which is exciting. What do you write? What's the last thing you wrote about? Um, I'm writing an essay that's going to go in a book of a compilation of essays for Deseret Book. So that's what I'm working on right now. And you want to let us in on the subject? Um, it's about my faith journey. I'm LDS, so we're so writing about that. So your journey of faith. Yeah. So, so the whole concept is that faith isn't, you know, your faith journey. It's not about this arrival that there are detours. It's okay if there's some doubt, if there are questions. That's it's the process. That's the whole point. Yeah. Do, do I factor in that book? Uh, well, you know, I dedicated the essay to you, but the dedication really? was longer than the actual essay. Oh, well, as it and should so, be. And so they're, they're, you know, it's up to the editors well, at yeah, this point. But maybe just send me the dedication, <laughs> then I'll read it. Just so you know, we could just, just read so it know. on the air, like an yeah. homage. Yeah, and I'm and I'm heading to this big, you know, writer blogger conference thing tomorrow. So our you? topic today was very timely. Um, our guest talked about hotness, right, 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 which is not something I'm overly familiar. Well, with. let me explain it to you. <laughs> just kidding, because um, a lot, yeah. 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 <laughs> dot, dot, dot. I, dot, dot. <laughs> I, I don't have per se hotness, but I do have inner hotness. Sure, sure. I'm like white right. hot, blue right, hot. Right, right. Inside. That's anyway. that's what you just that's what your mom says. That's what my mother says. <laughs> that's what your mother says. Ooh, I like the cover of this yeah, book. It's a great book. Lita Green crazy. wrote it. Oh, I um, like that. What's your take on this? Because it seems like we're this is what we were talking about. On the cruise around the pools. Yes. You know, some people can wear whatever. Right. And don't bat an eye. Like, right. this is me. Accept me. Right. Bring it. Let me. Or I've brought it. I, I brought it or <laughs> I lost it. And right. this is what I could find. I've gained it. Okay. So we, but then there's some that have that. And then there's some that just have obvious shame almost right. of their body. Right. And, Which is how it used to be. Yeah. Did about, you? About my physical appearance, my inner self, everything about yeah. me, just shame. Like, you know, like when you see those people wearing like the swimming scoots with the, the skirts 
Suits. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Suits, not with, skirts. <laughs> but with the skirt that like practically goes down yeah. to your knees. Yeah, like the like yeah. that was basically how I approached my life. You were covering like, up. Everything covered. The and cover um and and it's really interesting. So I'm going to this conference tomorrow and I went um this time last year. And this time last year I prepared by setting up all of my outfits and <laughs> and reading up on how to talk to people and I went yeah. and got a manicure basically actually what normal people do probably in their everyday life but yeah, not you were what trying I to do. be like a normal human right but that's but I'm the queen of court you're the queen of court it doesn't work right. and so um and so and I was very nervous the whole time and I didn't really work on what I was interested on doing because the conference has some things that are interesting for me but a lot of it um doesn't always apply so it's you know this fun place but um but that's this where you year, go swimming that's where you go do dinner that's where you go to town right right yeah right you kind of get away but this year you know i i didn't get the manicure because i bite my nails in real life so i'm not gonna pretend i don't and i still haven't packed and i leave in 12 hours and i'm just very comfortable (laughs) because i like myself holy cow i'm awesome see so you're that's your inner life that's your inner hotness creeping yes and for the first time this summer I wore a bathing suit without feeling the need to put on some sort of like burka type yeah. outfit. Yeah. I mean, what's the point of a bathing suit if you're going to have a burka over we the top? Of like it? our bodies are amazing. The, our personalities are amazing. I love that. We need to embrace now, that. Do you, here's what's going to happen because I'm like you. Yes. Uh, in almost every way, minus the burka. <laughs> <laughs> I. Um, but then what happens to me is tonight. Yes. I'll freak out. Like, oh, my word, I haven't done <laughs> – and then I start all the things I haven't done yet. Right. It's that, or that head, when I that get there, yeah, then I get into this thing where, okay, I gotta po- I'm got i going to posture. So then I start, right. oh, you got to oh, po- – look good, look good. Pull right. your credentials out. Stand right. tall. Did I bring a tie? Here's the thing. It helps that I have no credentials. That's a like, great point. Get, get, get great point. No, you know, honestly, just get comfortable with yourself. I think as women, like the comfortable with your body thing um, is something that we all deal with and it's – that's kind of easy to talk to and then apply it to your inner self. So, so okay, I do not look like Heidi Klum. Newsflash, does anybody who sees me, like, in jeans and a shirt instead of a bathing suit, in jeans and a shirt are people like, she might look like Heidi Klum she Heidi? No, when she puts not. on her bathing suit. Yeah. Who I am doesn't no. shock anybody. No. And all of a sudden I have on, like, my vintage 1950s one piece. It's not like... Oh my gosh, like turn away. Well, no, that's so kind much of different is. than we anticipated. Yeah. Like, people know who you are and they yeah. like you for who you are. So it's just it. embrace it. What is it's the big you. deal? And it gets in the way of living. Oh, yeah. Like, it is so exciting to live. Like, right? talk about that because we're all anxiously engaged in fakery. Right. Oh, we totally are. Like, Oh, and we talk about this yeah. a lot. Like, you know, the Instagramming yeah. of the, like, organic salad blah, blah, when blah, you were blah. eating McDonald's yeah. for breakfast. Like, down let's it. all be mm-hmm. honest. Right. Yeah. I-, I snarf a lot. I do, too. And I feel like we should be honest about that. But but it does get in the way of this, like, enthusiastic process and engaged process we could all be a part of. And And I think that if you decide... I am comfortable with who I am. I'm not saying that there aren't things we could work sure, on. Sure, we could right? work on it. But but we can glory in working on yeah. on it and who we are as we're working on it. And That's we, all very exciting. And then we miss the miracle. So I'm sitting in a McDonald's drive-thru. Right. Just imagine with me. Yes, yes. Oh, so hard to put myself there. It's Because hard. I only eat from Whole Foods. Well, but for go sure. ahead. Go I ahead. only eat the Whole Food menu of McDonald's. <laughs> and there's like nothing on there. Um, so I'm sitting there and get up to the window to pay. And the lady says, um, the guy in front of you bought your meal. Yes. Oh, that's actually happened to me before. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, oh, wow. 
Yeah. What a blessing. Yeah. Like, what a neat gift. Right. But the back of my head, I'm like, oh, jeez, because I was eating a lot. <laughs> So now he knows, oh, man. He, like, offered what to pay. idiot. And Why was like, my breakfast? One single person spent $23? Yeah. I actually said, <laughs> I'm buying for the whole company. But what was interesting is I actually said, so how much was his meal? Yeah, right. And his was, like, two-something. Right, like what a normal So what is that? Spent. Like, what is that? Like a, well, that that's was a probably sausage. You a would sausage know. McMuffin yeah. and may- maybe, maybe a hash brown. Maybe. But most likely, like, a water. Yeah, maybe a water, healthy. a hash maybe brown. Maybe a parfait. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Mine was, like, four-something. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, boy, I'm a pig. <laughs> I'm a pig. The reality was, he already caught me. He he's doing you, though. No, but, 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 but he already paid. Right. He's not sitting there thinking, what a pig. He Mine's only want, $2. Yeah, he didn't once think that. But no. see, that's my head wrapped around. Like, no, and, uh-huh. and you know what? There's some conceit in that, right? Oh, totally. Like, that we well, assume- hold on. Are you saying we, not my conceit? <laughs> a, a, a natural yeah. human yeah. tendency from which you may have not escaped- Just a McDonald's. To feel like people- care about what we do, what we yeah. say, what we look like. And right. and I also think I was talking to a good friend about this just this morning. Um, and she we were talking about, you know, learning to be comfortable as women. And um and I said, "Oh, did you see that Mindy project where she talked about being comfortable as a like a woman in a woman's body?" I talk about the Mindy project on here a lot, but yeah, you I, do. I really love it. Someday I'm going to get over to that. <laughs> but I mean, it's no Deer Hunter 2014. No, but, it's not. But it's yay. But geez. it could be. But um there's, you know, um well, it it's The Mindy project. Right. And so she, they're they're talking about like the things she could change about herself. She's talking to a, a friend and she's like, I know that, you know, I need this augmented and this cellulite taken away. Yeah. And like, she's going through all the things, lose 15 pounds. And her friend says, you look like a woman. Why don't you embrace looking like a woman? That's fantastic. Yeah. And it's like this big, you know, uh-huh, ah, moment. moment for yeah. her. Right. Okay. So, so I look like, I look and act like a Megan. You look and act like a Matt. Like, why not embrace that about ourselves? Like, we need to stop hating the things that make us alive and And, make us And special and and different. See, but what if I, that's my question. What if I acted like a Megan? What, as a Matt? Yeah. (laughs) The fakery. Then it won't work. It won't come off. No, it won't work. And and I think also I tend to um, be a little judgy when I feel like people aren't aren't being themselves. But it's really just a sign of insecurity and that they haven't found that happy place yet. So we need need to keep creating environments where people can feel comfortable and lose that insecurity and not be such a judgmental. Did you feel that? So like when you did my show, you can't come do the show as me. No, no. Did you feel that? Like you have to be Meg Conley. I was totally nervous because I was like, what does Matt talk about? Like, I feel like he's really mean to the people around him. So like, should I be mean to James? Should I be mean? Should I I put people down? Should I put people down? And I just ended up being like this like ray of sunshine that everybody was really happy to be around and worked out. That sounds really positive. (laughs) No, but honestly, in in all seriousness, I was totally stressed out because you are really, really good at what you do. No, but see, your stress says what? It says you're you you think you have to be something right. other than Meg. See, we asked right. Meg to be Meg to do the show. We right. wanted Meg to host the show, not Meg's version of Matt right. hosting the show. But I think that that's a problem we all have, even in our personal lives. Like sometimes when I'm mothering, um, you think you're I, supposed to be a certain way, a certain type of mom. Like I've yeah. seen this person mother this way, and so again, like I try and step yeah. into her shoes instead yeah. of figuring out, you know, my size seven wides. <laughs> Are your feet seven wides? No, they're not. But when they're, they're just seven. What they're size? just seven. Seven. Yeah. yeah. 
Not that there's anything funny no, about wide feet, peeps. Let's no, no, they're totally that. normal. Holy look cow. look at those. Look those at those. Those are huge. <laughs> those are wide. Hey, double wide. Double wide in the foot region. But nobody can do what you do. And, I, My and, way, and nobody right. can think what you do. But they don't want to because that's. We've already got one. Right. And kind so of that, warped. So you, right. don't wanna, you don't want two of those. No, but that's great. That's glorious. No, but see, that's the key is we don't. We just have to let it's our. We have to figure out our playbook, our right, exactly. plan, our approach. Right, and so like with this conference tomorrow, my playbook is um, I'm going to keep biting my nails. Yeah. I'm not going to pretend I don't. You do know what? That. I'd even do it louder. I, I just like, like, like maybe just spit the nails yeah. at the people in front of me. <laughs> so I'm not going to get this manicure to yeah. pretend that I'm this well, put together person because right. I'm not. And when I am disinterested in what's happening around me, instead of trying to um, engage in a way that isn't genuine, I'm going to sit down and write because that's how I that's how I um feed my own positive mm. energy and then I'll be able to emerge and and participate some more like we yeah. don't have to cut ourselves off completely from things that don't um you know are aren't completely authentic yeah. for us we just have to find a way to work within them it seems like to you like because if I were going to something like that yeah I'm a horrible networker oh I'm awful at it and I don't know why but I think it's because I hate people <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't hate them, but they irritate me. I don't hate them. I just, you nothing. I really don't hate them. Um, But I would rather, if I was going to this, I would, I'd rather be alone. Right, right. And I'd rather, like, I I mean, I'll, I'll cutesy, I'll hiya, but don't make me go to the dinner. No, I'm bringing headphones. I'm not going to sit here. Yeah, see, so what I wonder, here's the question. Maybe part of this courage to be yourself is also, you have to sometimes have the courage to maybe do what you also don't want to do. No, and that's right. You know I just I mean? think you have to do it in a way that's authentically yeah. Yeah. you. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. So so I'm not going to be showing up to this thing in like sweatpants, even though that sounds nice. And maybe I would be yeah. in real life. Like right. I'm going to well, aren't you wearing, I'm going oh, to rise. You're wearing cords. I'm going to, I'm going to rise to the occasion. Yeah, and you're going to step and up. So, and so it's good. We should grow and we should we should do things that make us uncomfortable. We just shouldn't do things that don't feel genuine. I like that. Thank you. You you know what you always say that you're very good at that. I did try right. and or incorporate that when I was when I was hosting. You always say I love that. That's great. I love that. And I used to think it's because I was so wise, but then I've been listening to your mm-hmm. show a lot, and you say that a lot. Like I, honestly, it, I don't even know what you it, just said. It practically means nothing. It means but, zilch. But, but I, I tried to incorporate yeah. that. I was like, I love that because it makes me feel very but, validated. But you know what? But, if you it, say but that. here's how what it really means <laughs> is if in my heart I feel good about that, I say I love that. Yeah, that's great. So if, I really, I, if I, feel I don't very love it, I just say, that. oh, interesting. <laughs> I feel like I get a lot of interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. It's weird. I'm giving away all my secrets. <laughs> that's rough. Can you stay with us? Yes, always. We're going to take a break. Uh, the incomparable Meg Conley will be back with more insight, more uh, tips on how to chew your nails. And paint your cuticles um, so that you almost look like you have a fingernail. We're going to take a break. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody. That's the hoedown music. You know what that means. That means Meg Conley's about to dance on the counter. Always. Meg, I, I uh, that's what we do around here. Meg Conley from uh, meginprogress.com. Yeah. Dot blog dot forward slash dot blog no, None of that. Nope. Just dot com. Yep. Uh, have, sh- you, have you even been to I've my been website? To your, I've been to your website. I've read. <laughs> it's good, right? I haven't read that much. 
No, I've read it. I've you should you should read my post today. It's about the most disturbing conversation I've ever had with my four year old, and it's super disturbing. Well, just give me a little <laughs> heads up. Um, it's it's discussing the provenance of our meat products, and it gets a little Stephen Kingish at some point. So wow, <laughs> hold on. You felt a need to tell your four year old this? She asked. This is Zuzu. She, she inquired, and I give straight answers. Is this so, Viola? This is Zuzu. This is Zuzu. Yeah, Viola can basically only say shoe, like in different like. Languages. Ways so She's that we feel. <laughs> Zapata. <laughs> um, okay, so, uh, so yeah, you should check it out. Wow, nighttime bedtime reading. So a little bedtime reading <laughs> if you're into the Stephen King genre. Yeah, well, it, it's it was probably my fault, but she wanted to know where we got the meat from, and so I told her, and her response was creepy. It was very creepy. Gosh. Do you know what? I, uh, if she needs therapy, I've got friends. Okay, good. We'll walk her through that. Good. And what's great is you're leaving her, too. So you leave her with this horror, and then you, you leave. I, I was like, well, now mommy has to go work. Mama has to go work. Else. I hope the sausage man doesn't come get you. <laughs> Grind you into some sausage. That's the, no, that was creepier than the conversation, actually. Is it? Child sausage, yes. Did absolutely. you use that voice? Nope, nope. Okay. That, I if tried, you ever want I my voice, voice, call me. I'll do okay. a little voiceover. Okay, sounds good. Our own Merritt Meekham has been uh, in the research lab, <laughs> labbing and researching a topic. Labbing. That's labbing? a new one. I yeah, like that. Yeah, that sounds like you're like creating dogs. I know. Yeah. That's kind of uh, what, uh, what have you done labbed up in the lab? <laughs> well, I have labbed up a quiz Oh, of you. I love quizzes. These are things that you can, I'm going to quiz you, yes. see what your knowledge True, is false. on attraction. These are things that you can scientifically, they're scientifically proven, you could do yeah. today. I already know To these. make yourself more attractive. I already they're really do. simple. They're really cool. Yeah. Actually, like useful things. I, I need yeah. this. Yeah. This so, will be great, except I need this. don't do any of this on this trip because you don't want to go out, you don't want to go out there being all attractive. Right. Right. Save <laughs> it for Riley. Yeah. T- tamp down that, okay. that light. Okay. Here we go. So I have... Questions for Meg and questions for okay. Matt, and whoever gets the most wins. Okay. Like and James, you please keep score. Yeah. And let, let's, if we could have some sound effects every time I get a point, that'd be great. So Kay. there will be no sound effects. Okay, here's the first thing. Um, Rude. To be more attractive, women should A, brood more, B, smile more, C, wear brighter clothes. Hmm. Mm, I would say smile more. Can it be like more attractive to ourselves? No. I, I'm more comfortable with that line of logic. No. If we smile more, we will be more attractive to, to, our, yourself. to ourselves. That is absolutely true. That's <laughs> true. If if you wear bright colors, like a peacock. Like a peacock. Which is a man, I guess. <laughs> you're going to, um, you'll be hotter. Which, which are you going to go for? I'm saying smiling. Oh, she got it right. Bah! Bam! Man. See? See, the inner light comes yes. out through your right. teeth. Okay. That's for why you need teeth whitening. For yourself. You ready? And teeth whitening. <laughs> Matt, for yes. guys to be more attractive, they need to A, smile more, well, B, build more muscle, or C, brood. Okay. This is a very, this is a fascinating point, and I think it says a lot about women. Is this attractive to women, not yes, just like to, to like society in general, like uh, as a person? It wouldn't yeah. be smiling Mm-mm. because women, um, are idiots. women aren't into our smiles. We know they only want us for one thing. That is to fix us, which is why brooding would be the most attractive thing. Also right. Boom! Did you see the logic? It's true, though. You want to fix us. And women never like the nice guy. I always like the smiley nice guy, but for the most part, they always want like the brooding musician. On a Harley. Okay. Ready? leather. (laughs) Women. So women should 
Wow, how am I going to phrase this question? Wow, that was my brain. It was that like was a record no, we, right there. We heard it just stop. <laughs> oh, what's going on there? No, okay. Women should emphasize which feature oh, yeah. to be how most attractive. Are, how are you going to phrase this? <laughs> One, or A, eyes. Two, or B, wow, yeah. lips. <laughs> C, hair. Oh, kept it classy. So that's good. Um, I would say eyes. Eyes, lips, or hair? Yeah, I would say eyes. That is wrong. <laughs> lips. Kind of like the whole smiling thing. You lips. should emphasize your lips more. So Lips are the gateway to the yeah. soul. See? So a little red lipstick, <laughs> a little extra. Gateway to the soul kiss. Catches more attention. I don't think you can talk about soul do. kissing. No, but that was it. <laughs> so, yeah, there we go. Isn't that interesting? Okay, so I feel like I feel like that was a hard question. Cause it is a hard question. So I think you, he should get a hard one. Uh, pff, um, I hard. hope it's hard. I already wrote them. This is easy. <laughs> That's all right. Throw it at me. Um, okay. This question is about beards. So beards are... I've got one working. A, good. B, good in some, in some situations but not in others. C, not good. Shave it off. I am going to say B. Okay, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's the... I thought this one was really interesting. Beards make a man appear more socially powerful. That I is like, what the science says. I like says. a beard. Yes, yeah, I'm a big but, fan. Beard. To the majority of women, the shapes look is best. So really, yeah, I like I like. A full... I'm also a beard fan, yeah. so that was interesting yeah. for me. But it's great. Yeah. By the way, Brigham Young had a beard. True, well, he founded this university. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> bringing it home back to the school. Okay, last one. Okay. Oh, by the way, what's the score? <laughs> Matt, what is the score? <laughs> Matt, you currently have two points. <laughs> James, you better erase one of them. Meg things. has one point. One point. Or Sorry. no points. Just one point. Mer- okay. Meredith okay. got my back you on this. Have to I know. Get this. I know she is. Okay. I'm scared. Oh, I hope so. I feel like this one's doing it. Okay. <laughs> I'll help her. Okay, Meg. If you say you're dating somebody okay. and you went to an amusement park, yes. which ride should you ride? Oh, this is easy. To make them more attractive. This to you? is so the easy. one that I have the most fun on. A. Oh no. Okay. A carousel. B. Paddle boats. A romantic lake. Or C, a roller coaster. A roller coaster, right? Yeah, it's you so much that fun. That is so easy. Plus, that's my favorite kind of ride. Yeah, right? it's interesting. But it creates so fight or flight. Was, yeah, there was actually a study done. <laughs> but they um, might take flight. <laughs> no, they won't. Yeah, there was actually a study done that proved that after the roller coaster, yeah. people felt more attracted. Yeah, that's, why, that, so. that's why they take young high school girls. You always go watch scary movies. That's why you take young high school girls. <laughs> you, hypothetically. The, the general you in yeah, the world. Yeah. Okay, last question, Matt. This is here. Yeah. This is the tiebreaker. Okay, here we go. I'm scared. Okay, this kind of goes along with our B. other one. But. Oh, he answered. Oh, yeah. No. Should we go with that? No, I said there's a B over there. There's a B. Okay, which attribute should men, which attribute of their personality should men enhance more? Okay. Um, a, they should be more aggressive, kind of the manly idea. Mm. Um. Hmm. B, they should act more tough or aloof. Mm-hmm. Hmm. C, they should relax more. What's more attractive? To be initially tough. attractive? Is attractive? that the question? Like tough, initial attraction? Aloof. I would say aloof. Wrong. Yes. <laughs> 
So actually, <laughs> men should relax more. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Really? Well, that's what you say now once you're married. That's what I was wondering. Because no, like, is it initial just, attraction? It's in yeah. general. In women general. find less stressed men substantially more attractive. Yeah, I could see really? that. As this article that. says. Well, that's why, I've, that's why I actually try to stress up a bit. Because <laughs> I'm tired of so, all the ladies like, it was oh, a tie. you're so relaxed. Thank you. Look at that. Thank you. I, felt, I feel very good about that. <laughs> Man. Especially because when it's a tie, the girl really wins. Yeah, in the tie, we'll let you win. Yes. Because you know, because of my hair. Last thing you need is more stress to <laughs> nibble on your fingernails. Uh, good job, Meg. Thanks for having Thanks me for back. filling in last week. Yeah, it was so fun. Anytime. That's great. And we'll send all the correspondence to you I'm, from the legal I'm department. Sure, I'm sure we'll all be good. Everybody. Good stuff, folks. We hope this has helped. You know, turn on that inner hotness. Remember, you. Uh, we all have a divine spark inside of us. Let's just let the divine spark, that, that piece of goodness, divinity in us, let, let's let do that do the talking. Let that do the talking instead of everything else, the implants, everything else. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow. More tools, more ideas. This is the Matt Townsend Show on BYU Radio.